Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 62 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Robbie Ander and I'm joined by Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going, mate? Have you had a busy morning? Have you been doing much uh, much exercise or things today, mate? I had a wonderful morning, mate. Did as, you? As, yeah. as you take another handful of hot chips. Oh, that, that lukewarm chips. Lu- so lukewarm like, chips. Like a seagull, yeah, you know? Yeah. Lewis has uh, bought me some uh, some of his chips from a steak sandwich you didn't want to eat. Yeah. And so like a good seagull, I'm sitting there and just gnawing on them. Well, uh, I've had a wonderful morning, mate. Went to, went to Flynn's Walk. This morning, yeah, it, it so was amazing. Really, really uh, well supported. I would say. I, yep. I, look, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a crowd counter. I think I know my numbers. You know, Good. I walk in the G. This is this is an eighty thousand crowd. You know, this is a sixty thousand. Maybe if Hawthorne's playing, it's a, it's a ten, drops down 10, a little 10, bit. Thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. 10, On Mother's Day, yeah, poor Jeffrey Kent. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I reckon a thousand, thousand people there. Wow. I reckon this year I'll be putting on. Be good Excellent. to get the figures when we get them. We'll put them online. Yeah, but uh, great for the day. Official crowd count. Um, yeah. and uh, and Jack was there, and lots of people uh, brandishing their their Flynn's walk. Uh, gear well supported, mate. Really well supported. A lot of a uh, lot of vets that I recognise. A lot of nurses. A lot of support staff. Right. Yep. Um. You know, it's people coming up saying g'day. They they listen to the podcast. Really nice yeah, one. N- number one listener out there. Well, equal number one. Equal Cloudy number. came and came and said hello. So g'day, Cloudy. Nice. Fantastic. Nice to finally put a a name to the face. But yeah. Lots of other people as well say they listen to the podcast. And students, vets come come up to me. So it was really, really nice. Excellent. Really re- affirmation, mate. Affirmation. And, and what a stunning day for yeah. it they had too. Just blue sky, sunshine. Just true. And how did you go with the 10Ks, mate? Did you leg that one out okay? Uh, look, hip flexors is, tend to struggle a little bit. You know, 10K, it's, it's a long way. I didn't realise the distance. Just how uh, far 10 kilometres yeah, is. And yeah, and you know, I felt like one of those large breed... Uh, large breed young dogs that you shouldn't walk the full distance. Right, yes. And I probably shouldn't have walked the full distance. Right, But, yeah. but I think, you know... I, Just I, duck behind a tree for, you know, <laughs> for wait for everyone to catch back yeah, up. Or, or pop, to, pop to the gelati cafe and oh, nice. wait for everyone to catch up and run out again. Yeah, right. Excellent, fantastic. Maybe next year I'll do that. Ah, good one. Yeah. <laughs> and you, mate, you went. You had a bit of a half marathon today. Yeah, so I couldn't make it to the uh, to Flynn's Walk today because I'd already booked myself in for the Great Ocean Road yes. um, half marathon. And How, so, how'd you go? You got, a, you got Tell me you got a, a medal you're going to let me have a taste of. Oh, well, you can just have a little touch of it if you like, mate. I've got it here. here it's probably warmer now than the chips that you've given me. I've got it in the pocket there. First place? Oh, that's nice. Oh, there you go. Mate. Just, just have a little, little whoa, That's a, little a big feeling. ribbon, mate. Um, yeah. So, big, uh, oh. so I've finished it. I beat my beat my best uh, half marathon time by about five and a half minutes, which isn't bad Isn't bad going, so that's all right. That's and lovely. And then, uh, yeah, so I had my, uh, my Flynn's Walk bandana down there. Uh, I had it tied to, uh, tied to my little, um, you know, sort of, Nana, nana bag thing that I yeah, have my yeah. um have my uh, uh gels and stuff yeah, in yeah, and clean then uh, clean butyrol in and yeah yeah, yeah oh the, yeah. the clean butyrol yeah. the, the the speed and yeah, all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff that's that's right, just, to get, just get me going yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, stuff to rub on your gums that's you right <laughs> just to dilate the the, the the pupils and the bronchi bronchi a bit um and then I managed to lose it at the end of the uh the end of the race oh. so I went to look for it so I thought I've got to try and get a get a photo of it and I thought geez that's a pain in the bum turned around and just happened to see it over it on the ground of a because oh. I 
I, I tried to have it around my neck. I got too hot yeah. after about a kilometre. Yeah. Now I've got to try and take this thing off. And so I had it just tied around the uh, thing around my waist. Managed to find it at the end of the... So, oh, so it's not, not bad going. Yeah. So, well, well, they're a limited edition. There's only 300 of those bandanas. So yeah, they were. Hang Jack on to said it, mate. he sold them all out. Yeah, so, really good. Which is great. Good support. I think they reckon they would have raised some good money. Excellent. So, so thank you very much for everyone who supported it and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. Really good quarter. Of- that's the metal that, hitting the deck. I'm that, gonna, yeah, that, that's a heavy drop, mate. Oh, that's, heavy drop, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. some, that's some thick metal. That's right, to take that. it off my neck, mate, because it's just weighing me down. <laughs> so so if anyone hears me groaning, it's because, um, yeah, you, uh, I've just uh, driven three hours here from uh, from Apollo Bay and uh, sitting in the car, my entire body is just in pain. Well, but, bit like me, mate, I've walked 10Ks, I feel for you. I walked 10Ks and then I drove 10 minutes home. So, oh, yeah, t- yeah, I'm really hurt. Very too. similar, very it similar. Is, yeah, we're, we're not, we're, yeah, we've all got stuff going on, haven't we? It's not just It's not just me, so. So, yeah. You're a lot younger, mate. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's all part of it. So uh, um, I want to give it just a quick update, mate. Yes. Uh, the FIP we talked about feline infectious Fip peritonitis. Yep. FIP kitten I had not not good news. Not good news. No, not good news. Unfortunately, so we've been trying to get in touch with the clients. Eventually, mm. the cat uh, had gone home because we thought it was getting better. Tried to get in touch with the clients. Couldn't get in touch with them. There's a bit of a language issue. Right. Sort of, um, uh, we tend to have some clients that like to, their friend of a friend or friend of a friend who used to live with them, who's their, you know, hand on the cat sort of thing. Yeah, okay. And, yep. and one of those came in eventually who knew the cat and said, unfortunately, he passed away at oh, home, no, which no. is really, really kind of sad. So, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, you move on, mate, don't you? Well, un- unfortunately, and it's, uh, I guess, really makes it likely that you were dealing with a, f- a, yes. little, a little fit kitty cat. Yeah, so. despite the, who we thought it was going well. Well, um, yeah, didn't, didn't quite make it. So. No, no. Um, so, uh, do you want to head on and get the sponsors? And- yeah, so, well, Zilkeen, of course. Zilkeen, number oh, one, Number one sponsor. I, I, have, I have been pummeling that stuff out like a snow shovel Fantastic. this week. It's like, you know, I'm worried that the FBI are going to come and start trying to work out why I'm selling off all these capsules with a little white powder because I like it so you much. love Lewis. it so much, mate. Yeah, yeah. I had um, someone that uh, was moving house and so their cat that's previously had, uh, um, it's had lower urinary track problems jumping in and out of the tray straining yep. strainy and uh has then they're, they're, they're moving and so all the boxes are coming out and so the uh, cat's just running around starting to spray on everything what? here's some zilkeen well i Go thought the it. boxes coming out of the cat's like oh it's my birthday oh jump in the box hide in the box but no obviously not cat It'll knows be- it's something weird's yeah. going on and all the stuff's going in the box and so the inflammation in the bladder and the strainy strainy and so came in check it not blocked that's good, good because it yeah. was because it was on a friday night you know like these things always seem to come in at 6 30 on a friday night yes. but no he, he was he was weighing but he's just a little bit stressed out so we're trying him on some zilkeen nice Al- alpha cazozapine uh, highly proteocyanin no, look it's at your, all the fresh air you've had, mate. I That's know. working those brain cells. Oh, it's just great. I've, I feel so invigorated. Rolling yeah. off the tongue, those words. <laughs> this is fantastic. Um, uh, so uh, mild anxieties. It's just a powder. Very, very few side effects. Really, really good option for dogs and cats that can have uh, mild anxieties. Go and have a talk to your vet. If you think that your pet might be a little bit stressed out and maybe could do us some Zilkeen. And, of course, thank you to our Patreon supporters. You guys are legends, yes. Patreon supporters. I, I think I might have met a couple today at Flynn's Walk. Yeah. Definitely close. Cloudy, thank yep. you very much, Claudia. Um, really nice. And Kirby, geez, her dog's beautiful, mate. Oh, just yes, yes, with that striking white eye. Yes, isn't yeah, it beautiful? Yeah. It, it just just beautiful eyes. And we, the kids uh, kids came to Flynn's Walk and yes. walked away from, after talking to Claudia for, you know, uh, you know, five or ten minutes or so, both girls, Daddy, can we get a Bernie's Mountain dog? <laughs> like, well, yes, we could get do that, but Olive would eat it. Eat it, yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and your... your um, 
a house is not necessarily the right sort of shape and make for a dog that would grow into the, yes. the, the fine size of a, uh, a Bernese That's mountain right. Dog. Kirby's six months old and we're about probably half the size we're going to end up at, I think. And, yeah, they're, they're, she's at Kirby's about the size of your, of your girls anyway. Yeah, so. she's, she's beautiful. She was just divine, <laughs> just rolling around. And as soon, soon as April saw her, she wanted to take her off walking. I was like, well, it's not our dog, April. Yeah. We, we can't, can't do that. So, no. so shout out to all our Patreon. Thank you for all your support. And if you would like to um, sponsor us on Patreon, go to patreon.com, search for Two Vets Talk Pets. For as little as $2 a month, you can get stickers, you can get access to our bonus content, our Patreon questionnaire, Q&A, uh, Q&A sessions, um, and other stuff that we uh, put on there at various times. So little as 2 bucks a month, it's like $0.50 cents a podcast. If, you, if you've got a little bit of scratch hiding around, jump on. We'd, uh, you know, we we appreciate your support. Exactly, because it takes us, we, we put out you know about or somewhere around now long episode yep. it's about six hours a week that we're spending getting that podcast out so it's seven hours of our time in total to get the get the podcast running so you know seven hours of your time you know, it only time. takes me about 10 minutes oh, really? what are you doing you're dragging your heels you there, drove mate. up from ocean grove mate <laughs> where it was ocean, great ocean road now this week uh, a little bit of a sad one mate oh yeah, no uh, more sad news yeah yeah so uh uh, got a post on on Instagram, and a lot of people probably read about this uh, about Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat. Uh, what happened to Grumpy Cat? Grumpy Cat's passed away, mate. Oh no! Some days are grumpier than others. The Instagram caption read: "It appeared next to the photo of the internet's most famous and beloved cat, the one with the perpetually miserable mug." Yep. No ordinary post on Friday morning at, at Real Grumpy Cat. The wildly popular Instagram account with more than 2.4 million followers. And they've, got, they've had to go real grumpy cat as well. So there must be imposter grumpy cats out there too. Oh, maybe. Yeah, lots of, yeah. Oh, grumpy cat Faux grumpy number cats. 0101. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, a bit like two vets talk pets, mate. We have a... We've got some doppelgangers. We do have an imposter, don't we? So don't yeah. go looking for... Make sure you put the two in front of the two vets yes. talk pets because not, not just vets talk pets because that, someone's gone and, and started up a podcast and it's, it's in legal proceedings as we speak, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nice little letter coming we, their way. We, we, we've sent the eagle over there to try and uh, yeah, yes. yeah, try and try and go. Oi, you know. But what's if going any, on? anyone knows about uh, about uh, trademarks and stuff, just just uh, drop us a line. We yeah. appreciate some assistance <laughs> there. Uh, so this is the post they put. We are unimaginably heartbroken to announce the loss of our beloved uh, grumpy cat. Despite care from top professionals, so I just want to run by mate, top professionals. What 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 did you find on on Grumpy Cat? Obviously, oh, they've got the top in. It doesn't say professionals of what. I mean, um, you know, uh, oh, I Venus, Venus Williams is a top professional tennis player. Oh, you think they can show something with Grumpy Cat? That might have been why it didn't survive. How about Manu and Pete Evans? They're they're professional chefs. Well, maybe, Pete, maybe they had something to do with uh, with Grumpy Cat. What's that? Pete Evans' new food. Oh, are you saying here as an exclusive <laughs> that Pete Evans' new food caused a problem with Grumpy Cat? Oh my god! Oh wow! You this heard it first. You heard it first on Vets Talk Pets, not two <laughs> Vets Talk Pets. <laughs> So Pete Evans and his uh, paleo uh, uh, legal team. Bone broth. They're onto it. They're right onto it. Anyway, yes. let's move on. They've got more money than us. Uh, as well as, uh, despite coming from top professionals, as well as from a loving family, Grumpy encountered complications from a recent urinary tract infection. Unfortunately, became too tough oh, for no. her to overcome. She passed away peacefully on the morning of Tuesday, May the 14th. So oh, she was a she. I had no idea that she was even a little, uh, she was a little girl. Yeah, Valet, I think. Her real name was Tartar Sauce. Tartar sauce? No, Tartar sauce. I'm not sure. T A R D A R sauce. I wonder she had a grumpy face. Maybe. She's only seven. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah right. pretty young. So uh, she wasn't, Grumpy Cat was, in fact, perpetually grumpy. Her distinctive scowl was caused by a form of dwarfism. Did you know that? I didn't realize oh, no, that. I didn't know. Yeah, so there you go. She first achieved some level internet celebrity in 2012 after pictures featuring her frowning face went viral on social media. Within 24 hours, a Reddit post that included images of the cat was trending more than 25,000 upvotes, according to a website that tracks viral internet internet content it wasn't long before grumpy cat was everywhere she appeared on tv popping up in episodes of american idol the bachelorette was she on your season of the bachelorette mate she was but i don't talk about that mate after getting uh, getting given the flick you know I, 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 i've tried to sort of wall that particular episode of my life you off, were, Lewis. you weren't able to bring a smile to grumpy cat's face on the bachelorette i tried mate. hard too you know i tried to tick tickle its tummy a little little rub on the ear no good and, and WWE's Monday Night Raw. Are you ready to rumble? Wow. With Grumpy Cat. Wow. I Gee, don't know how she appeared on that. Was there maybe, maybe it was a prequel to like a cat fight or some sort of oh, thing like that? Be. Was yeah, that what yeah. they were thinking? Yeah, I wonder if she was sort of crawling around the stake. And, and then another cat's coming over, puffy tail. and Anything for a bit of coin, I suppose. Yeah. Isn't it? If she's got dwarfism and she's got a little growly face, she probably wouldn't have been much good in a cat fight either. She wouldn't have been able to open up her mouth wide enough. Maybe. But didn't, didn't they used to have dwarf wrestling? Maybe. There, let's move on from that. <laughs> Didn't they used to have it in the world thing? They had like the smaller guys against the biggest guys. Yeah, I think there was a St Kilda football club as well. Oh gosh! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Just a little whack there. <laughs> in 2013, the feline beat out Gangnam Style and the Harlem Shake to win Meme of the Year at the Weeby Awards. The following year, she scored her own lifetime holiday movie, movie Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever, a two-hour spectacular. Oh, wow. Two hours. It would wow. have been spectacular. That's Gee whiz. Almost as long as the Avengers Endgame, mate. Oh, well, but the Avengers Endgame had another oh. uh, no, another error on top oh, of that and I, 67 characters. and oh, I think Grumpy's Cat movie probably got more at the box office than, oh, it, than it, Endgame. It, it, it would have been incredibly heavy in the plot, I reckon. <laughs> you know? Two years later, she made her Broadway debut. One night, A one-night-only appearance in Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical... Cats. Cats. Yes. Of course. Of course it'd be cats. cats. Of course. I, literally, I was, fr- I was, I had no idea there I for a little bit. I it to you, mate, and, and you I got thought, it. Oh, hang on. Did Andrew Lloyd Webber do Cats? I'm not sure. I'm not, <laughs> not really into the Broadway thing. More, more the, you know, the comic books and stuff rather than necessarily really? the, the theatre. Right. Yes. Oh, there you go. In 2016, a sculpture was added to Madame Tussauds in Vegas. No way! And the cat was invited to curl up alongside her own wax figure. How about that? How, did, did she look like she was happy with that? Or nah. No, no, it's still grumpy. It wasn't a good likeness. <laughs> the smile was too good. By the time of her death this week, Grumpy Cat amassed nearly 4 million combined Instagram and Twitter with a Facebook page that boasts 8.5 million likes. Wowzers. How about that, mate? And there's even a star in Hollywood on the Hollywood... Oh, I had that somewhere. Hollywood uh, Get out Boulevard of town. is a star. And she was invited to curl up next to that Gee, too. Adam West, the, the original Batman, he only got one of those uh, you know, last year, the year before. Really? Yeah, yeah. And the Grumpy Cat managed to get one as well. The man Kapow. Yeah. Pool. Adam West, right. Yeah. Come, go. Robin. Let's get to the Batcave. Fantastic. All righty. Now, um... What do you got, mate? Got All right, so I was uh, having a little troll, and uh, and you know, in in happier cat news, um, big sexy's back. What? 
Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Full stop. Move on to the next story. He, he or she? He, he. He. Right. But you so, never. You never went away, mate. So, so a cat nicknamed Big Sexy is finally home after vanishing during a photo photo shoot. Buddy, aka Big Sexy, took off during a shoot for a calendar honouring New York City's firefighters and oh, first responders. I was going to say, is that a fireman's calendar? It was the a only one I could think of. So Big Sexy is this big black <laughs> long haired cat, right? And so there's pictures of him they're posing around the neck of the shirtless uh, waxed up fire which actually bore a striking resemblance to you Lewis and I'm, it's, oh, hang on here we are there see but we'll, we'll get Deb to uh, have a look at that and see whether or not there's I mean it's you're like your brother from another mother mate uh, is that Ma- Madame Tussauds it looks like is that that, that is, does look like my wax figurine thanks well, mate absolutely. Yeah. there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Madame Tussauds I've got my own thing have well, I I know you've been working hard out of the gym and stuff and so I'm sure that's what you'd be looking like you know, with your, uh, your high vis pants and your orange fireman's hat and a big black cat draped across your shoulders. There are not enough hours in the day for me to work hard <laughs> enough to look that good, mate. Well, maybe if you had big sexy draped over your shoulders, that might help a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or Olive. Olive's a black cat. I well, could put her and yeah. call her little sexy. Well, and, and actually, maybe that's a little, Maybe if you had big sexy wrapped around your neck, maybe it'd make you look too small. But if you had Olive, because Olive's a little bit smaller, yeah. it's a bit more in proportion. Make me look bigger. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, mate. I love there that thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a cat whose good looks earned him the nickname Big Sexy is back at home after going missing for more than a month. The cat whose official name is Bunny was participating in a photo shoot for New York City's 2020 FDNY Calendar of Heroes, the New York Daily News reported when he first vanished. The fundraising, ca- fundraising calendar is set to include photos of firefighters and EMTs posing with pets adopted through the city's shelter system. Oh, good cause. So what happened was, um, so owner Leslie Silbert told HuffPost, so that's where we got it from, HuffPost, thank you very much, um, that her cat, whose nickname stems from his glossy fur, fluffy tail and large size, participated in one photo session at a lower Manhattan fire station without a hitch. But then she took him for the second session and Buddy decided he had other plans. He leapt right out of my grasp and bolted underneath a giant fire truck inside the firehouse. And despite the fact that they were in, they were inside with the doors closed... No, Excuse me, no one was able to find him, even after an eight-hour search that included the use of thermal images. Whoa. Wow. So, so they've gone, you know, I guess there weren't any fires in New York City that day, and so they've got <laughs> the thermal images out rather than seeing if there's people still stuck inside the buildings. We'll see if we can find a cat under the fire truck. Wow. Did they did they think to look up the the tree at the front of the fire. Oh, thing? that's exactly what they, they – there's nothing here to say that, Lewis, but had have they done it – Search could have been over in five minutes. That's that's where the cats would go. And then the they could tra- have had more photos, you know, of, of, of shirtless, you know, um, Lewis Kirkham's doppelganger <laughs> climbing up the ladder to get shredded, you know, <laughs> by by big sexy. My shoulders wouldn't be able to reach up. They wouldn't be able to reach up. Oh, like you've that, got problems with your shoulders. Oh, sore shoulders. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get so, that from the walk so as well. Be able to- <laughs> yeah. From the, that, that, that sort of moving of your arms. So they need to call someone else in to someone get else. Big Sexy down from the tree. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my shoulders wouldn't handle it. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, well, that's right. As long as there's someone else there that can help to get Big Sexy out of the tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, so they started leaving food around and trying to see if they could find Big Sexy. Um, and it got to the point where it had been, a la- uh, it'd, it'd been away for a month. She a had month? Seven, a month. Yep, yep. Whoa. A month hiding in around the uh, the, the fire firehouse. I've got a feeling that um, that your doppelganger was there. He just liked having Big Sexy draped around his neck. So I think he might have had him hiding in his uh, in his locker. Did they think to check back at the house? Maybe he gone home. Right. Well, so um, she had several false alarms involving strangers sending her photos of cats that turned out not to be both. 
buddy. False alarms. False alarms. Uh, plenty yes. of false alarms. I like they're bringing in the firefighter. You yeah, know? They, they were only little sexy or not so sexy. Con- they weren't big sexy. <laughs> Continue. Lots of fire, false alarms where she had to get the firemen out. Maybe, maybe. With their tops off to look for big sexy. Is yes, that what yeah, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I've found big sexy. Can you send <laughs> Can you send Lewis over without his shirt on? Can you send Rick, topless Rick? <laughs> <laughs> topless Rick. <laughs> big sexy seemed to like hanging on uh, topless Rick's uh, shoulders. Yes. Just send him around. A lot of false alarms. A lot of false alarms. I think we've got another one, Rick. Come around. <laughs> yes. I, think he's, I, don't, I think he's hiding under the bed, Rick. Is that, yeah. the, is that the smoke detector, Rick? I bet you think you better come over. Just hiding under the bed. Yeah, yeah just, just got to change the fire alarms. Right? Or change the smoke alarm batteries. Did you, you get, sort that out while you're here, yeah. Rick? Don't send Lewis because his shoulder's bad. He can't <laughs> reach above his head. Can't reach up. Deb, Deb's in charge of the smoke alarm batteries, is she? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. And Good the broom. <laughs> um, so uh, someone had a cat um, that had been showing up in her yard who bore a striking resemblance to Big Sexy. Mm. Things started looking even more promising when the fluffy cat in the yard responded to Silbert's voice played over speakerphone. So, so Silbert? So, so Silbert's the owner. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the owners rung through and got Big Sexy, Big Sexy, and then Big Sexy came out from where Big Sexy was hiding. <laughs> I called out his name and he immediately started meowing, Silbert said. I called again and he meowed loudly back. Big Sexy doesn't have a little voice. Big, yeah. big Sexy's got a big guttural growl there, right. mate, you know, yeah, yeah. just like Rick the Firefighter. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, they ended up finding her um, over in Staten Island. So um, my geography of New York is absolutely rubbish, but I don't think Staten Island is right next to the firehouse. So so the cat went uh, went walkabout. I do know Staten Island's not in Australia, so yes. does that help? Yeah, we, we didn't yeah. find it here. No, 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 no. Didn't make the trip. No, no. You could you could maybe call up the the local fire department and say, "Oh, my little black cat's up the up a tree. Could you send around Big Rick with <laughs> big, his shirt on? Shirt on to get Big Sexy <laughs> out of the tree." Um. So so uh, the reason why I found that story really interesting is I had uh, some clients bring in their cat that had gone missing for five weeks the other day. So on a Sunday, rang up, bought it in, and so this cat was skinny, 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 skinny. Yeah. Um. And so uh, I. I said to them, you know, same as for um, with people when they've been um, starved and things, you can't just go, all right, well, here's your big bowl of food yes. because their bodies uh, are at a point where metabolically they might not be able to handle all that food. So I said to them, all right, well, we're going to work out how much energy it needs. We're going to work out, we're going to give it a third of it to, to start off with for a few days and then slowly start to increase. Yes. Yes. Cat came back in after four weeks, um, so I think it was about I think it was a kilo and a half lighter from oh, the wow. last time we'd seen it. When I saw it back, it would put on a hundred uh, eight hundred grams, so it was getting closer. And at that point, we ran some bloods and everything was all looking good. You know, this is like a seven year old cat or something like that. So might have got caught in a shed or something like that. So Gee whiz, yeah. Man, so there you go. So big, se- but big sexy's back. Sexy is back. <laughs> I like it, mate. Yeah. Like, so the, the clients come in, they from the Waverley Fire Department or where were they from? Uh, no, shirts were on. Shirts and, and on? My shirt was on too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're very sun smart in Waverley. <laughs> very sun smart. High UV day that day, Lewis. Over the ozone layer, eh? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's good <laughs> stuff, mate. I like that. It's a great story. All right. So all advice, we'll hit the disclaimer up. All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, Please let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification. 
What have you got for us, Lewis? Well, I thought, mate, this worked perfectly in, the, in line with the passing the valet to uh, Grumpy Cat yes. passing away. And it was something I've been talking about, we're going to talk about for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, uh, it's about uh, feline personalities. Ah, right. Yep. If your cat seems grumpy or aggressive, you may only have yourself to blame. This is from the Herald Sun. Right. Scientists have found felines really are copycats and develop personalities that mirror their owners. Interesting. So I wonder if Grumpy's cat owners, were they naturally grumpy people? Themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't, don't know about that. Don't know a lot about the owners, except one's called Tabitha. Yes. And I'm not sure that. Were they grumpy people themselves? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, they. Um, I'm, I'm sure that after poor Grumpy Cat passed away and then their little cash cow cat is, is, is <laughs> disappeared, you know. <laughs> They would be very grumpy. I don't think they would have had a smile on their face then from that stage. Well, you know? probably sad to lose Grumpy I'm very Cat. Very sad yes. to lose Grumpy it's a Cat. Sad, it is a yes. sad. It's a, it's a loss. Uh, brightened a lot of people's days. Absolutely, with their yes. funny memes and all that stuff and merchandise and everything that yep. went with Bumper it. Bumper stickers and t-shirts yes. and all that sort of mugs, stuff. Yes. Mugs. M- mugs. You could mugs. get a mug. Grumpy, grumpy Cat mugs. Grumpy Cat mugs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. So this was a uh, journal article from PLOS One. says, owner personality and the well-being of their cat share parallels with the parent-child relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, yep. So um, the article has shown there are similarities between behaviours exhibited by people and the behaviour of their cat. It suggests that a cat might absorb... Absorb, and, like a sponge. Yeah. And then mirror cat mirror certain personality traits from their human carer. And there may be parallels with the parent-child relationship. Over 3,000 cat owners were surveyed and asked a series of questions that assess people's agreeableness, conscientiousness, good, extroversion, neurotic- neuroticism, right, and hopefully I know more big words I'm struggling with, <laughs> and openness. Oh, that's good. They found a number of correlations that not only predicted the cat's own personality, but also its welfare. So... Higher owner scores of neuroticism. Right, okay, yes. Which I don't have a definition for that, but hopefully everyone knows. And if you don't know, look it up. We're, we're <laughs> but, but don't neurotically go and look it up. Like, no. Don't, 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 don't go, go over the top, you know. <laughs> so your cat will see you do that and then start to... Just be agreeable to opening agreeable. it up. Yes, yeah, just nice right. and slow. Not neuroticism is a problem. No. I don't think it's a bad trait. No, not at all. Necessarily, but there were some issues. With the cats. <laughs> so people who had higher scores for neuroticism were associated with a greater likelihood that the cat was a, was a non-pedigree. Right, okay. Uh, and, we have, and would have either restricted or no outdoor access. So neurotic owners don't let their cats outside. Oh, because they're worried that something's going on. Well, or... that would be the underlying inference that yes. you are making there, Robbie, that neurotic people would be like that, but we can't be sure. We can't be sure. No. More neurotic owners also reported more incidences of ongoing medical conditions right. in their cats, that these cats were overweight or very overweight. Okay. Doesn't say anything about the owners. No. Their weight. I'm not sure they weighed the owners. The, the cats Just the cats. mimicking their... Uh, mm. Yeah. Hmm. Displayed more frequent stress-linked sickness behaviours or behaviour problems and were more aggressive, anxious, fearful behaviour styles. Right, okay. So that's really interesting. More agreeable owners. Yes. Openness. No, well, I think that's different to agreeable, oh, okay. is it? Openness. Anyway, we'll get to openness, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> more agreeable owners are more likely to indicate their cats had a normal weight. And displayed less aggressive and aloof slash avoidant behaviours. Right. In addition, they also reported being more satisfied with their cat. 
Well, of course they are. They're agreeable. They're agreeable. They're agreeable. Do you like your cat? Yeah, it's fine. I love my cat. Is your cat normal weight? Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Is, yes. is your cat less aggressive? Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Yes, yes. yes. Strongly agree. Strongly That's agree. Right. Strongly agree. Because I'm agreeable. I agree with everything. Yeah. If there are any no answers, like, <laughs> is you, <laughs> do you think your cat could be overweight? Yes. Well, maybe the answer was, is your cat normal weight? Yeah. Yes. Uh, maybe maybe the neurotic people, they, they uh, wrote little... Uh, like a little paragraph underneath each of the strongly agree, strongly disagree one, and they go, "Oh yeah, okay, you know, we think you're a, you're in the neurotic group." Maybe, or maybe with the neurotic people, is your cat overweight? Like, oh, I'm worried it's overweight. Maybe it is. Maybe Tick. it is. Yes, yes, it yeah, is. yeah. Now you put the it thought is. in my mind. Yes, that's right. Whereas agreeable people, they're just everything. Yes, everything yes, yes, yes. There were no no's on the agreeable. Sure, borrow a lawnmower. It'll be fine. <laughs> more extroverted owners, yes, were more likely to provide their cats with unrestricted access to the outdoors. Right. Okay. Well, they're outgoing. Outgoing. Their cats are outgoing let them go out yes. extroverted then keep them strictly indoors well that makes sense if they're yes. outdoors if they're, they're outdoors strictly indoors yes good on top of that owners high in conscientiousness also report less anxious fearful behavioral styles in their cat so i'm not sure where that one stands conscientiousness yeah co-author of the study and animal welfare researcher lauren lauren finker told the telegraph Many owners consider their pets as a family member, forming close social bonds with them. It's therefore very possible that pets could be affected by the way we interact with and manage them, and that both and that both these factors are in turn influenced by our personality differences. So there you go. If if anyone out there thinks they mirror their cat's personalities, let us know. Well, that's interesting. So, so I guess I'm trying to think about with um, Melvin um, overweight. Yes. Oh. Um, you know, he's... Are you neurotic? Um, he, uh, yes. You are neurotic. Uh, Hang on, what, you're what, agreeable. What are you saying about my cat? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, do you, what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm... But you're also agreeing. I said neurotic. Yes. Yes. So you're oh. agreeable and neurotic agreeable. Is there, is there any overlap in the Venn diagrams here, Lewis? You Maybe. Know, can, can, we, can we be... You know, do we have to pigeonhole ourselves? And you like being outdoors. So does I that do mean like you're extroverted? Uh, yeah, Melvin likes being outdoors. Maybe you, Melvin maybe likes to eat. I like to eat. <laughs> Yeah. But I wouldn't have said you're overweight. I mean, when you had the shirt off <laughs> with big sexy on it, I wouldn't have said when I was all waxed up. When you're on the horse, yes, yeah, that's <laughs> actually hit us up on Patreon. We need more Patreon people to get Robbie on the horse, and then we will get Lewis on with big sexy wrapped around the neck. <laughs> hey, if we find big sexy, I'll wear big sexy. <laughs> all righty, mate. What are you up for us this all week? All right. Um, now uh, I was going to talk about constipation. So um, crap. So yeah, absolutely, or no crap. You know, yes. or, or trying trying to get it out, nothing happening. Um, I was I, my my big plan here was I was going to have my bag and I was going to um just say, oh, could you just grab grab that thing and I was going to have a little brick. And I was going, could you just pass that brick for me? Uh, oh, you know, oh, like, like oh, the ad the ad that Merv used. Merv, can you pass that brick for me? So um, constipation is where um you've got the the poo that is in your colon and then in your rectum is not coming out so you are constipated the poo that is that is formed there usually will come out so it's different to um i believe obstipation is where you can't come out but constipation is where you're straining straining and just you know and nothing nothing can come out and sometimes there's a bit of uh overlap with clinical signs where owners may think their pets are constipated but it's actually got large intestinal inflammation those times where the dogs or cats are straining to poo like there's something to come out but there's actually nothing there to come out we check them and they go well no there's no poo there so then we know okay well the large intestines are inflamed so right like a colitis type thing well, we sometimes see as well with urinary problems do correct yeah yeah particularly with uh, particularly with cats where they're jumping in and straining all the time just trying to squeeze out those extra two little drops when the owners are, are deciding to move and they, they haven't got the zilkeen going yet you know um 
So constipation, I guess, you know, to, to take a step back, what does the colon do? The colon's main job, so or your large intestine, your small intestine does all the digestion and the most of the absorption. Once it then goes through into your cecum and colon, the large intestine's main job is water absorption. It, 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 you absorb a little bit of electrolytes and things like that, but the main job is absorbing water. And so that's why if things move through too quickly, you get diarrhea. If things move through too slowly, then the poo gets too much water drawn out. And when it gets drawn out too much, then it becomes hard, dry, and much harder to try and pass out. So... Cats were, uh, or animals when they're constipated, generally there's an underlying uh, reason for it, sometimes not. So some of the easy ones to try and rule out as far as what could be causing constipation is if um, you know, you've had like a... Uh, sorry to turn bones, a whole um, lot of bones. Bones, yeah, lots of bones. Um, or you know, if you've got a foreign body stuck in there, if you've had a fracture and your pelvic, pelvic uh, diameter is too small yes. and so then the poo can't come out. Um, the, the biggest one, particularly in cats that we see, unfortunately, and also yeah, things like neurological things. Yeah, so if you're if you've got uh, gut stasis or um, uh, hormonal diseases, sometimes that can slow down your gut transit time and uh, lead to constipation or yeah, dr- overly dry poo. The big signs, though, where particularly for dogs and cats, when it stayed too dry and too big for too long, what happens is the colon starts to expand, and as the colon starts to expand, as and it's filling up with dry, dry, hard poo, the poo just gets too big, and it ain't coming out through the through the pelvis. Sometimes that can be due to, in cats in particular, a condition called idiopathic megacolon. So idiopathic is we don't really know what causes it, but that the nerves and muscles that are leading down to the colon, it's just not working anymore. So these cats commonly end up with just these big, massive, chalky, horrible, big colons, and you feel them, and that you can feel that there's like a bit of polypipe that's stuck inside of their tummy. Um, dogs certainly can get it too, but again, it's those things where there's not a lot of fiber or in their in their food, or if they have had a lot of bone and they're just getting those big chalky or they've eaten something stupid as well. Sometimes it can block it up. Um, So as far as treatment-wise, when you've got a a constipated animal, so they're trying to poo and nothing's coming out, take them into your vet so you can go and check it out because you need to make sure that there isn't anything actually blocking there. Um, And also to try and get an idea of, well, is this something we can try and sort out from the outside easily or is it something that we're going to have to go in there and actually give them an anesthetic and an enema so sometimes we can use a um, like just a, a little topical enema that we squeeze up the bum coats the poo and then just lubes it up a little bit then out it shoots problem solved um, a lot of times though if you've got really really big dry hard poo um, we'll often do some imaging we'll do it take an x-ray make sure that there isn't an actual physical obstruction but then we've generally got to knock them out go in there and use uh like a a soapy water enema or something to go in there and actually forcibly break up that poo and flushy 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 and they can be long long processes going in there trying to drain all this poo out and and often you need a long a garden hose don't you to get get the uh get the water in from the outside which which side gauge you're using there from bunnings mate (laughs) just the high pressure hose (laughs) 
just don't do that at home. No, no. Don't, 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 Ooh. No. Yeah. Oh dear. No. <laughs> we said on the disclaimer. You know, sometimes Lewis goes off on a tangent. No. Um, so, and because because you need to be really careful because yes. those colons that are really big and distended, they are incredibly friable. So even when we're going in and taking all the care that we can of trying to break it up, there is a risk that you can actually rupture the colon and end up with a catastrophic peritonitis. Mm. So you know everything goes well with your col- yeah with your um with your col- with your uh, enema. And then we get to go and have lunch because these things invariably always happen about half an hour before lunchtime. And then you just got the smell of poo through the clinic, you know. Um, then we need to work out, right, well, what can we do to try and stop this again in the future? So the big thing with that, you need to try and hold water molecules. How do you do that? Fibre. So um, I'll often recommend for people to try and increase the fibre of their pet's diet, either using high fibre diets or adding fibre to it. Um, We need to try and decrease the transit time. So we need to try and get that bowel squeezing a little bit more. Particularly for cats, there's a um, a medication that we can put them on to try and help to get that colon squeezing. But unfortunately, particularly for cats, sometimes the the distension of their intestine and the flaccidity of that organ is just that no matter how much of that medication, it just doesn't work. Uh, And the other thing then we can do is um, if we're still getting dry poo, is putting them on things to try and help to then more actively hold water molecules. So um, like a it's like a um, an acidifier, and so it just helps to hold more water in there. And that's again something that your vet can advise you on. Yeah, exactly. And it's important to look for underlying medical conditions as well if it's not an yeah. obvious thing that we just eat whole bones or something weird or yeah. you know you need to look for another you know, things like prostate disease or some metabolic issues you know yeah um you know is is there an underlying cause so there might need to be some blood tests sometimes to, yeah. to, to, to sort that out if, if there's nothing really obvious and so we'll generally do the bloods take an x-ray and go okay right well there's nothing else going on i mean you'll still probably do the enema while you're waiting for the bloods because Full of poo, you've got to get that poo have out. To get you, it know? out. you have to get it out. Um, sometimes it can take more than one shot, too. Sometimes you actually, you know, you go in there and you try and soften it up as best as you can, but you go, hang on, it's it's just gotten so far forward that I can't move it down anymore. So we'll give it a couple of days, and if it can't pass it, we've got to go in there and have another crack. Yeah, so, I always warn owners it might need two goes. You know, yeah. you can only get so far up, up uh, to get stuff out, get exactly, poo out. And yeah. Who knows what's still to come. Um, and then another thing, another option that can possibly be there for cats, if it seems like you're not having a hell of a lot of success with control um, is going in and actually removing part of the colon. So going and doing what's called a Surgical. subtotal colectomy. Yeah. Yep. So you go in there and you actually remove the um, remove the colon. So then that way, yes, the cats will have diarrhea, but it means that without having that big flaccid organ that you got the poo sitting in, generally the poo will come out. The reason why I wanted to say that because I did a sur- surgery on a cat a couple of months ago uh, and it went really, really well. So, well done, yeah, mate. Yeah, yes. little little Burmese that had a um, a massive massive colon we went in there took it out cat is absolutely pooing like a champion now so no more having to muck around with medications the diarrhea is clearing up so you well, know that's like really really happy cat is the happiest it's been for years yeah you mentioned they get diarrhea initially but often the the gut microbes seem to adapt in some way and then often the diarrhea settles down after a time doesn't it yeah i think the um the the part because you'd you still got some parts of the colon there. So I think those parts do start to work more efficiently right. and start to suck more of the fluid out. So, but, um, but yeah, yeah. So constipation, if your animal's straining, get it to your vet because it might be something that's wrong with pipe number one, might be something that's wrong with pipe number two. 
and whichever run it is, we'll sort it out and, and then get you get you back on track. How long should you let it go? I reckon you know, you can't, like oh, if, if you, you know, like your dog's a regular day, daily pooer, once or twice a day poo. How many poos can you miss before you get? Oh, maybe I need to get to the vet. Uh, my my advice would be is if your dog or cat is straining at all and nothing is coming out, yep. get them in there straight away. Because um, if you've ever been constipated yourself, you know, which you know, it'd be unlikely for you with all the you know the the dietary supplements and you take to try and sort of keep that chiselled physique that you have for your for your firefighting calendars um you know you'd be incredibly regular but any of our listeners that maybe you know have been a little bit backed up it's not fun it is painful it is not good so if your dog or cat is straining and regardless of whether it's poo or wee get them checked out so you know i i think if it's also if you're starting to notice that your that your um pet is pooing less frequently and when they are pooing it's coming out looking like big massive chalky bits you're in. The, you're on the path for something going wrong. Go and get it sorted out before they do get blocked up. Fantastic, mate. Good stuff. So there we Good. go. Constipation. Excellent. Done. Tick. All right. Excellent. Now we are we are running a bit of short of time yep. today with uh, with Flynn's walk today. We're we're a bit bit short of time. I've got a mailbag question from uh, Julie about a kitten and a puppy that are chasing each other. We might touch on that next week. Excellent. I think. Um, and then we've got a few that we'll put onto Q and A onto the Patreon. Got one on. Um, uh, Weird red spots on a cat's chin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One on a cat having problems eating after a dental. Ooh, okay. And uh, one on a dog that why my dog doesn't like being scratched in certain places. Well, that's weird because you like being scratched in in, in pretty well everywhere. I, so I, you know, I, I do like a scratch, mate. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. And next week I, I'm going to talk about canine cognitive dysfunction oh, or big one, doggy Alzheimer's or uh, yep, doggy Alzheimer's, doggy what, Alzheimer's what, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and. Um, um, what are you going to talk about, mate? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about how to tell if your pet's overweight. Ah, yes. good tips there. Yeah, Love it. yeah that'll be good. Be good. And, and especially if you're a neurotic owner, you know, there's, it might be worthwhile. Go, oh, it turns out I must be a neurotic owner because, you know, Melvin's a little little portly, you know. Right, so, yeah. So that's all right. I'll, 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 I'll do some research and then report back. Well, maybe next week, get anyone who you think they've got an overweight pet, get them to listen up because then they can work out if they're neurotic or not. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Hey, look, if your pet, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, that'd be, that'd be terrific, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty guys So look yeah, Obviously we love your questions 2 pets At gmail.com We're on Instagram We're on Facebook You can hear us up anywhere yep. Happy to have a chat You're talking direct to us When you get online So it's good Good yeah, to have a chat Yeah we, we haven't got the PR department yet So you know So so it's, so it's just still It's still us on the end of the line Prime 100 have come on board again But it's still not quite sufficient For a PA No that's right To yeah. get someone else To manage all our <laughs> social media That's coming That's coming Surely okay, ho- Hopefully Yeah episode 5000 yeah, maybe, 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 yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any episodes that are up to five thousand ever any podcast. Are you sure? Haven't been around long enough. Are you sure? Maybe. No, Have you I'm googled not. that? I'm not, no, I haven't. Maybe there's someone doesn't want one every day, and well, what, I know, that's well, the, a few years. I, I know the the stuff you should know, guys, are like up to like twelve hundred or something like that. Wow. They've been going for ten years. Yes, they put out three a week. So yeah, amazing. That must oh, be their full time job. I, I think it is now. Yeah, I think they've got. Uh, they, they, they've got. Yeah, thank you very much, Prime One Hundred and Zilkeen. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I think I think I got some serious heavy hitters. You know, for yes. for, for sponsors. Yes, but but if um. Um, you know, if, if if Kmart's listening, yeah, or stamps.com or, or Casper mattresses, you know. stamps. Who's stamps? Stamp. Well, that's like it's the American U.S. Postal Service. Oh, we don't want them. No, mate, we, we, that'd be fine. We, oh, all right, fair we enough. Got, no, we got, we got listeners. We can tell people to go put on. a stamp on their on their letters and send it. <laughs> Rather than emailing, <laughs> we could do that. If you want to send us a stamp, uh, Robbie's home address. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Or some lukewarm chips. That'd be great because I polished all these ones off. <laughs> They'll be very cold in the mail by the time we get to your place. 
Alrighty, guys. We'll um, we'll scratch you later. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at Vet Behaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.